Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. The show's namesake, BJ Shea, is here. Wait a minute. I shouldn't be. Sorry. Well, I you are here. Oh, dang it. <laughs> and running the boards is Joey Dees. Hello. On today's show, we will talk about American Gods and yeah. the season three. It's completed, so we're going to discuss what the hell went on with that. We'll get our first impressions of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We will also talk with Gareth Von Kallenbach. And, of course, that more. 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 Including the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Get our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just search for BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Yes, yeah, so many okay. ways to find us, listen to us, talk about random weird things. Um, first off, I want to say that today is dropping an interesting show, an adult animated superhero series that, BJ, did you read? Invi- you read Invincible, right? Oh, yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I think I read the whole thing. I think it's done. Yeah. I, I think I, I th- so. Is it done? You know, now it's been so long and I I don't know, but I believe it's done. And that's one of those ones where it's a Robert Kirkman one. And I don't yeah. know if it is because, I mean, The Walking Dead, and we'll bring that up in a little bit. But, like, um, yeah. Well, this is bad if I have co- just, like, forgotten all about Invincible because I used to read it all the time. But I've read a lot of it. If I, And if it's not done, well, I have some fun reading to do. Well, yeah, I'm not 100% sure on whether it's done or not. I'm sure. I, I used to get trade paperbacks. You know what? I think I got, it got lost with the whole COVID thing, and it may not be done. So, Maya, I, I have to. Thanks for bringing this up. I got to go look into this. It looks like it might have. Comic, Invincible comic ending Robert Kirkland explains back in 2016. Okay, so yeah, it did end. Oh, back okay. in 2016. There might have All been right. a reboot feel, somewhere, I, maybe. But I feel better about my life now because <laughs> I really thought I, I really thought I have. I should go back and see if well, I have my old book somewhere. Yeah, yeah it, if it ended in 2016, it was five years ago, that's, and that's when he announced that they actually ended late 2017. Oh, okay. Issue 144. Okay, so there you go, BJ. If you're not on issue 144, you can go back to it. Yeah, I think I do. I think I did see the whole end of it, but I can't remember what it was now. This is really fascinating. So I'm going to look forward to your news because yeah. I hope this goes as long as the storyline goes and I'll get to revisit everything again. It'll be interesting to see because the first season does drop uh, today. It is out there. Now, I don't know if it's the full season because it's on Amazon Prime, which usually means that they drop stuff. They don't do a lot of weekly stuff on Amazon Prime, do they? The boys. Oh, you're right. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you heard Netflix is saying that they are going to they are going to experiment with not dropping everything at one time. Uh, They're going to try. Are they tired of binging then? Yeah, they they, they might retire binging and we'll see if that's the way it is here with Invincible. But that's exciting. Uh, I uh, you know what? I I got something to do this weekend (laughs) while I, you know, sit in the house. So I'm taking a quick peek on IMDb and it looks like episodes one, two, three. Three are going to be dropped on the twenty sixth. So yeah, okay. So okay. So the first three, they'll get you. They'll get you hooked and all that. And yes, I said it's an adult animated superhero series, uh, very much on the mature content, which they even say on the Amazon Prime video page. This is not (laughs) for kids, unless your kids uh, grew up like I did and got to see lots of blood and guts, because there there's a bit of it in it. So um, it's mature 
um, themes as it's going along through it. And it's about 17-year-old Mark Grayson, who is just like every other guy his age, except his father's the most powerful superhero on the planet, Omni-Man. Which, I mean, tends to lead, if you think about genetics, that he might have his own powers, right? Oh, of my course. God. And he's played... The father, Nolan Grayson, is played by J.K. Simmons. Aha! Oh, that's fantastic. J.K., who... Yeah. Just... He does have that vibe to him. That uh, Nolan does have that vibe to him. And, um, you know, th- you really... Th- I, I, it reminded me a lot of Peter Parker. You know, Mark Grayson reminds me a lot of uh, uh, an edgier there. Peter Parker. The storyline is completely different. It's really fascinating what's going on i mean and and i don't want to spoil anything for some reason you've never read invincible uh this is a fun series and and if it's the mature content rev is also the the artwork from ryan otley uh back in the day was just graphic battles where blood seemed to be just dripping off your pages uh (laughs) and the way people were destroyed i mean these imagine superman basically just never letting up you know, oh. never letting up. I mean, even even worse than worse than how Superman was beating the hell out of Steppenwolf in uh, Justice League. If you saw that, <laughs> imagine this is kind of what this is like. Okay, um, Invincible, of course, uh, will give you a clue into the fact that yeah, he's you know he's got powers that make him invincible, which is kind of like Superman like powers. Uh, and then the the story is pretty wild. Lots of really clever new types of superheroes and characters and twists and turns. Uh, but I think of Spider-Man because he has a redheaded girlfriend eventually in this. Um, and, uh, it's, a, it was a, I really enjoyed this series. I, this was the first I had read of Kirkman, even before the walking dead. I had never even read any walking dead or anything. This was my first exposure to Kirkman. Now, is this going to be, was it, was it like a comedic kind of comic? By um, chance, the re- it's, you know, I, I don't remember it being super comedic, but it's it's also it's outlandish at times mm-hmm. it, it, with some of the characters, and you're like, really, this is this is the superhero? Like, I, there's a guy named Dog Boy or Dog Man. I'm, I mean, there's like a dog that's a superhero. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, uh, it's been a while, but I, you know, it's not super com- comedic, but. It, you know, but it may be in the level of, of what Seth MacFarlane brings to the Orville, where okay. there's okay. comedy in that, but it's, it's the Orville's a very serious show as well. The reason I point that out is because this is an animated show, and I'm looking down the cast list, and I swear to God, this is just a big mouth reunion. <laughs> because we have Jason Mantzoukas, Zachary Quinto, Andrew Rennells, which they're all on Big Mouth, either a little bit or a lot, like Seth Rogen's in this, and he was on an episode of Big Mouth as well, Mae Whitman uh, as well, uh, John Hamm, another one from Big Mouth. Like It's an all-star cast, but these people, I'm going to hear their voices, especially when it's uh, Jason Manzukas, and all I'm going to think is Big Mouth. Cause that's I can, the- uh, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the, the nowhere near as Big Mouth comedy. That, okay. I, that, that I know. Um, it's and Seth Rogen is he a producer? Because boy, he loves comics. So I wonder if he's a part reason why this is on Amazon Prime in the first place. Well, I know he brought the boys to Amazon Prime, and he also had Preacher as well, which wasn't on Amazon Prime, but that was AMC, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't see him as a producer, but he is Alan the Alien. Oh, oh really? Alan mm-hmm. the Alien's a very cool character. Oh, and that's Seth. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to love hearing that voice because Alan does sort of have that. He sort of has that chillaxed attitude. Wow. There are some great scenes with Alan the alien. You know what? There are some fight scenes in this where you where it can be ludicrous. So you know what? It, it will be there will be some funny scenes. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, wow. I think some of those voices they got will be uh, will be appropriate considering. And then you get somebody like Mahershala Ali's in this. Yeah, he like, plays a character named Titan. Like there's also really yeah okay Mark Hamill's in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's, this, it's, this is this this is an epic production. Your girl Sonequa uh, Martin Green's in it. So, so, so really, Michael yeah. Bur- Michael Burnham is in this. Well, not Michael Burnham. Well, I know she's always. I mean, that's what I I, I always identify Sonequa. I, obviously, uh, Walking Dead fans know Sonequa too, but I mean, mm-hmm. she's just killing it as Michael Burnham on Star Trek Discovery. Well, uh, that's exciting. Yeah, so that's out now. Uh, looks like the first three episodes. Check it out. We'll give a review next week. Our first impressions. But I'd love to hear oh, from everyone yeah, I'm as excited. well. I love it. Well, I love the I love the comics. So I am so excited for the cast. And speaking of Kirkman, uh, The Walking Dead is still on television. I have not finished uh, when I stopped. So it's been a long time since I've actually wow. watched it. It's and an interesting... Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm caught up. I'm fully caught up with the wow, season. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and somehow I, I'm so happy that there's on demand because somehow I missed really the season finale for last season that got put off. And oh, I, yeah. I I don't know if they broadcast that before they started this new season, you know, maybe a week or two before. But I was like, I, I thought I was watching the first episode and I started watching the first episode. I go, oh, this is weird there. It seems like things are done and things surely are not done. What's going on? So then I went and searched. And I'm like, holy cow. I'm oh, glad. Wow. Oh, yeah. So because it was a great final episode of last season uh you know like basically what happened the resolution with the whisperers and they okay, and i yeah they and i missed that episode they were already like well the whisperers are gone and that's i'm like what epic. Do you mean they're gone? yeah that's epic you like gone? basically uh, spoiled yourself there yeah i know so i had to really i had to stop in my tracks this new season uh first of all it's the return of maggie mm-hmm. that's cool uh, Maggie's got it. Maggie's got plenty of issues, and unfortunately, she's brought some big bad guys that are not happy with her. So there are people oh. that could be just as bad as anybody we know. And she's brought it to the, and basically she's brought it to the group. And they're like, "Really? Thanks, Maggie. You're great." Uh, <laughs> and of course, the group has got lots of issues because, I mean, a lot of their places where they hang out, like you know, uh, the hill, like Hilltop and the Kingdom, not doing so well because the Whisperers kick their ass and ruin their towns. You know, so it's uh, not a good time for Maggie to be bringing back bad guys, and we got a bunch of bad guys. But then there's a new set of like almost stormtrooper-looking bad guys that Eugene went and discovered. I don't know if you remember Eugene was like basically pen palling, hey Breaker One Nine with some woman in another. Yeah, yeah. Well, he finally goes and says, "Let's go check it out," and he takes Princess, or he meets they meet they meet Princess on the way, which a lot of comic fans love that character. And I'm I and and I have to say. Uh, Princess is fantastic. The actress playing Princess, as soon as I can find her name here in the credits, and I don't know why they don't show Juanita Sanchez. Thank you, sir. You are Mm -hmm. the man. I mean, I am looking at the episode that has been, and and, and she is basically the star of this episode, and thank you, IMDb, you don't put her in the first ten names. I can't believe it, (laughs) but she's not in the first ten names. All right, well, there you go. They they even have people that aren't even on the episode, but yes, thank you. Juanita is doing amazing. Juanita is fantastic. Her princess is just brilliant. 
But they what they've been doing is they've been showing like a couple of people splinter off and go off into their own adventures. And and so for here to there, uh, you've got uh, Daryl and Carol sort of doing their own thing. And you've got, you know, Ezekiel, Princess, uh, Yumiko and, um, and, and, and and Eugene doing their own thing. So I don't know if this was COVID related as to why we're having these little journeys, but Everyone's having their own little journey, and we're getting some backstory about what happened between the six-year jump. If you remember, there was a six-year jump. That's right. Uh, and so we're getting a lot of that. Uh, I find it interesting, and I can't believe I'm the one that's in on this still, Rev. Like, you were the guy that said, you've got to watch The Walking Dead. It's the right? greatest show. And, I know. and I'm the one that's stuck with it through all of the changes. Uh, and I'm still there. I'm still digging it. Uh, the new Stormtrooper people are very interesting. Because they were supposed to be friendly. They were going to go, yeah. Eugene was going to go meet with this woman, maybe the girl of his dreams. Uh, they are very well organized. Uh, more organized than anybody I have ever seen. It's pretty insane. Uh, so we'll see who these people are. And I haven't read all the comics, so I don't know who they are. Uh, I'm sure some comic people could tell me, oh, the, st- oh, the stormtrooper-looking people are probably these guys. Um, <laughs> but I like it. And, and this summer is the last season. Okay, well, I mean, I maybe I should just get back into it. I finished halfway through the Whisperer War, so I'm not that far behind. And, and there's only six episodes of this new season. Okay, uh, you know, okay. And then that seventh, I, I guess the seventh, or maybe it would be the Whisperer conclusion. Yeah, all right, so, all right. So yeah, I'm, I'm not that like far it. behind. And, and Princess is great. I think you you know Princess is worth watching because she's a terrific character. Uh, another show that is dropping its second episode this week is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, not going to spend a whole lot of time on this one because we're kind of pressed for time, but wanted to throw it out there. It's another weekly one by Disney Plus, and it's going with obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how they're dealing with uh, at the aftermath of uh, the of the snap and then the blip and coming back into uh, everything and sort of dealing with a lot of military PTSD stuff like that as well um, and. Uh, I'm not, me personally, I'm not a hundred percent sure where I am with it right now. Uh, it was, it was a decent episode in terms of action. It kind of went back to the action aspect of, uh, the Marvel movies that yeah, I the felt. Falcon, the Falcon action scenes were great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They really were. And it was really kind of fun to see his little, uh, drone buddy, Red Wing, uh, going around helping out and doing some fun stuff with that. In the comics, he used to have a Falcon. Yeah. yeah. He, he literally had a Falcon. So I thought that was interesting that they're like, well, we'll do this instead. We'll which update is, it a little bit more. It is cooler. I mean, I have to say that just, you know, a little bird going, hey, I'll try to try, try to claw him. And I think he's had it for a couple of the movies, right? I don't know. I feel like he has. It's yeah. not our first time seeing him. Okay. Like, it's been a while since I've seen him, like, actually being able to go out in, like, full force and stuff like that. Because he did get snapped. Yes. So, yeah. um, him dealing with all of that, um, dealing with uh, just the problems of being gone for five mm-hmm. years, yeah. um, in addition to coming back with, apparently, apparently the Avengers didn't pay anybody. Like, so he didn't have, like, any money in the bank or anything, like, waiting It's an out. interesting storyline we're getting where, you know, his family is in big financial trouble. And it does seem strange that he's just like, well, I guess we'll just have to make do. And I feel like, really? Yeah, this is kind of my big problem with this episode. Captain America, right? The first thing that the government does after he becomes a super soldier is exploit him by paying him a bunch of money to do advertisements. And you're telling me that the, <laughs> that he can't do the same thing to Falcon in 2020? I think the point they're trying to make here is 
very similar the way I heard it. And uh, if you guys are on TikTok, I recommend checking out Stra underscore uh, hat underscore goofy because he goes into depth and he's an African-American fellow who explains the the racism. Like the first thing he asks him is like, did you play for this sport? Were you a football player? And how he was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome, but I'm not going to give you these things. And how many times in football we have these talented football players who are top of their class and still get called thugs. Yeah. It's like you could be the best there ever was, but because of the color of your skin, you're still going to get looked down upon. doesn't matter if you save the world. Yeah, but this is this is like the LeBron James. This guy is like one of the top 20 most influential people in the world, right? This isn't like some random high school athlete. That was my big problem with it. Yeah. Like you wouldn't turn down Jay-Z or LeBron James or anyone. You'd be like, oh, yeah, LeBron, come on in. This is going to be great for us. But if Jay-Z didn't have any money to help. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. It's like my – and the whole thing was just like – like and even somebody posted an article it's like did the avengers pay them in like like exposure because mm-hmm. at this point in time they're not like wouldn't there be like didn't like even the the banker was like didn't tony stark like hook you up or something like that it's like wouldn't there be some money there like why yeah. I mean, why is this issue that they can't get a loan like and i, I, I thought that like was it, weird i feel like it is like vicky said and i think uh what was that gen- gentleman's name vicky uh, uh, straw, straw hat straw goofy. Hat, yeah i think that that's what they're trying to show is okay, that, okay, yes yeah. i think in a, i think you know look i think that there's no way the avengers wouldn't take care of their own mm-hmm. there's just no way they wouldn't but i think that they're going to ask us hey just just suspend disbelief a little bit because we want to show you what it's like for, like Vicky said, for people uh, of color who achieve greatness but are never looked at that way by the people in power would be like the dude Soul in the point. bank. Because, I mean, yeah. they could have exploited him, but they're like, oh, no, give up the shield. This You made the right choice putting it in the museum. And yet that same guy comes out and he's like, we have the new Captain America. Oh, Who's yeah, white? We'll see how this will work. Yeah. Who is white? Yeah, Why yeah, didn't you use yeah, Falcon? Like, yeah, I, because, I, I, hmm. Yeah, 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 I think you're on. I think that, you know, I think that you're on to something there, Vic, as well as that. That, that blogger. I'll have to, the, I'll have yeah, to send yeah. him your way because he is yeah. a, definitely follow him. He yeah, has he's worthwhile. He's really good. He's got some fun uh, takes Insights. on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I have to look at. I have to look at because I was never really a fan of the Sam character because I didn't really, you know, it was almost two-dimensional. The mm-hmm. same thing for Bucky, almost two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really anything very interesting about them, but now we're getting some interesting things about them. You know, PTSD with Bucky and, of course, racism with Sam. And uh, On top of and taking care of the veterans yeah yeah yeah. and and so this is i think it's this could be a really excellent series for mental health as well as you know as as, i mean really you talk about it it's dropping at the perfect time in america if you ask me oh oh yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and we'll get deeper into it as we uh, continue along um we do need to talk about well the season three finale and the season in general of American Gods. Oh, now has three, everybody seen it? Now, three of the four people have uh, seen all of it here. Oh, uh, no. Joe uh, has seen Joe! up to episode eight, through what? episode eight, which means he's kind of missed two of the biggest big episodes. Yeah, he's, he's missed a lot. I almost think it would be horrible if he, if he hears this. Because I'm not going to get it spoiled. I'm fairly certain this show is not going to wrap up in two episodes. Um, oh, boy. Well. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Uh, a big stuff happens. Or it's not going to wrap up in a way I enjoy. Uh. No, I don't think Joe, Joe is going to enjoy this. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. He doesn't enjoy much that I Actually, think. I will say this. I am very happy with what's been going on because for because I was like, there's stuff that's happened that you you you, you really you really expect to like one character to have something more go on for them. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. and for actually for both characters, and I'm happy that it's coming together for both of those characters because I thought for a while it wasn't going to, uh, because the show is not really about who we've been seeing as the star. The one that steals the show all the time is Odin, yeah. and the show really isn't about Odin. And it's mm-hmm. it's a really interesting take. And you know what? I think we're going to table this full discussion for a week. You oh. think so? Really? Yeah. Be- so you could get my hater aid. <laughs> uh, yes, without right. w- just with with the with uh without the without okay. the knowledge. It's it's interesting because I kind of. Well, I say this. If I'm not here, also, Vicky, that's the other thing. If I'm not here in a week, then you guys will have to do it without me, which is sad because right. I'm, I'm very excited mm-hmm. to talk about it. But like, I don't. I kind of want BJ to give his first thoughts without me or Joe or Rev saying anything to see what his thoughts are. Okay. Like non. Okay, BJ. Influence thoughts. How'd you feel about it? Okay. Uh, do you want Joe to leave the room so we can be specific? I'll leave the room. Yeah, yeah. Leave the room, man. Well, I, I don't want really to ruin it for you, but yeah, 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 yeah. We'll call you back in. There he goes. Uh, because uh, I yeah. do want his unfiltered, un... Like, because right. it might change, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I want to know what your initial thoughts I are. I know yeah. why, because you think that I'm I'm, I'm influenced by my son. Truth. That's really, you, you Mostly, guys yes. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 you're, you're trying to really pussyfoot around it, but I know what you mean. I mean, because um, that could be construed as rude, so I'm like, how can I say this nicely? Yeah, no, you tried, but you know what? Uh, you guys have accused that, and I, and I, and I refuse to accept that accusation, but... Go. I will, if you change your uh, mind because you got new data, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, that's why I want to hear both sides. Like, oh, I like, yeah, I, I, if he hates the show I mean, look my son hates a lot of things <laughs> and and that's and sometimes i agree with him and sometimes i don't i i love american gods and i know mm-hmm. this is not per the show is not perfect at least is how neil gaiman may have envisioned it mm-hmm. uh, and all of the showrunner issues but in some weird way all of the changes have worked for this show i don't know why but for me they mm-hmm. all seem to have worked and finally, this show is about what I think it, I, I forgot what it was about. This is about Shadow Moon, mm-hmm. and it's about Dead Wife. I, you know, I yeah. forgot that it was yeah. really about the both of them for a while, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. I feel like I just like when they're when they're going around and saying, uh, you know, like Bill Quist is saying, like, oh, there's a there's another there's a second part. I was like, this better not be Laura. This better not be Laura. And they're making it going to be Laura, and I'm just like. All right, I like her arc. I thought it was good. I just don't think that they're the 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 two parts of a coin. Like I just the, the, don't feel that she's the one. See, I feel like maybe in order to defeat something, like sure, as romantic soulmates, is because they like they're soulmates. I don't believe they're romantic soulmates. They're not. They should never be married again. They should never be together in that way. But there is some people I believe in your life that they are your counterpart, whether or not you love them, you're in a relationship with them or not, Mm -hmm. but they balance you out. All right. And so I could see that version of a soulmate, but everyone thinks soulmate as a romantic thing. And if they go by like, we love each other at the end of this, I might throw up a little bit unless they do it well. (laughs) But if they're like, you guys are the yin, you know, the yin to the yang kind of a situation, that would make sense. And, and th- she does. She does love him. They have shown this very early on. Yeah, you know she's not. She's she's not faithful. But you realize we've seen that the reason she's doing what she's done, and the reason she cheated, and even when she tried to get together with, uh, you know, uh, the, the the second leprechaun dude, uh, which uh, I <laughs> which can never remember growth. his name. Uh, what's I, yeah? It, it, she basically uh, she was using sex as a way to fill a void in her life, and yeah. really, the, her infidelity was nothing about her love for Shadow. You've seen it in earlier seasons where she would follow his glow while she was the dead wife. She wanted to protect him. That's why she wanted to kill Odin, because she's pissed at what Odin did to him. 
there is a love there for Shadow uh, and a loyalty that they have shown us, which is why mm. I don't mind so much now that they're going to be this whatever divine couple that will save us from whatever the heck Mr. World and everybody else. Um, yeah, there's I, some I, there's some crazy twists and turns oh, on this yeah. one that some things I didn't expect. I didn't expect technology uh, technology boy to be so influential mm-hmm. and seeing what artifact one really was was mind blowing. Right, like it was yeah. so it took me a freaking second, I'm cool. Like, Wait, oh. Yeah, as soon yeah. as they were going through the the kind of the the, the quick cuts, flashback, yeah, the yeah. flashback stuff, I was well, like, well, so help oh. me out cuz I don't I didn't quite understand that. What is Artifact? Artifact one, one was the the first flint that sparked fire, which means oh. it's the spark of invention. Mm-hmm. And then every age um, it's a new spark of invention that brings mm-hmm. back the new age. But the problem is technolo- technology boy ends up um, forgetting the old hymn. So every time it resets and brings about a new age, it's a new hymn. It's the same one. He's like the one of the oldest gods in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And oh. He just never knew it. And now he's trapped in a basement. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense now because uh, when you think about that what episode where he created the robot thing and it was yeah, he, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder because Mr. World can change his face every time. Uh, was Mr. World that carnival barker? Right. Ooh, that's interesting. That's a, that's a very interesting point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, Mr. World seems to have been like uh, familiar with it, basically treating him like crap the entire time. And that's what he said. It's like, this is not the age of like technology. This is the age of manipulation. Yes, absolutely. And the fact that we see what Odin did at the end to Shadow mm-hmm. Moon really means that, well, I mean, the gods, the gods are jerks. Like, overall, through all mythology... Essentially, they've all been jerks thinking about themselves, um, Odin being the pinnacle of all of that. Mm -hmm. And so they need to make a fourth season because I don't like the way it ended. Just in in terms like it was a good like finisher just to be like, yeah, yeah, for a season. But it's like we need to get some like Shadow Moon salvation out of this right Mm -hmm. now. This is Empire Strikes Back. And, you know, there will be salvation. There will be, because uh, Billiquist and everybody was mm-hmm. like, look, Shadow's the man. We just got to get the other uh, soulmate with him. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I am. So you're right. We need another season. Yeah, exactly. Now we're bringing Joe back in. He's coming back Yep, in. Joe's I- coming back. We're just making sure not to spoil it. But next week, I do want to get his impressions, and we might get a little bit deeper with everyone, whether or not BJ's here or if he's on assignment. So let us know your thoughts about it uh, as it's going. I do want to get- At least you have my unfiltered opinion. Yes. So therefore, you, you know. It might change in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, look, Joey D's is Joey D's. What are you going to do? I will say, though, the actress who plays Bill Quist is phenomenal. And yes. this is uh, up to the point where Joey has seen where she is basically the form of Technology Boy's subconscious. Mm-hmm. And when she starts acting like him and talking like him. It was so weird. It was so but weird. Amazing. But perfect. Yeah. It was acting like, oh, my God, she's phenomenal. So. Yeah. yeah. When you see when you see an actor do what she did and just like break into another character like that, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, they're really talented. <laughs> 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 they probably should be acting. <laughs> well, she, she appeared recently. I think I posted this on the Facebook. So if you go check it out uh, where uh, actresses we want to see play Storm and she was on that list. And oh, I'm hell like, yeah. OK. Yeah. I, I dig am this. in for that. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm down. I would watch her play anything because, like you said, Vicky, seeing her range mm-hmm. is just like, oh, I would love to just see her play some very interesting characters. She yeah. could play Shakespeare or she could play, you know, she could probably even do a voice in Big Mouth and be phenomenal. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I mean, we've run the and game. We've got from woman crush at that mouth. point. All right. Right. I have I mean, a, at that I've, point, if you can do either or, you can do anything. I have a talent crush. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, we need to go from talking TV to talk video games with Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed. You can find information and more about all sorts of geeky things at SKNR.net. Gareth, let's talk some video games. What do you got going on, man? Well, I think the biggest news that we had recently was that Fallout 76 is uh, getting new content. Now, this isn't really a shock in that Fallout 76 getting new content, but it was the fact that they rolled out a what I think was a fairly ambitious uh, roadmap for the next uh, year or so of content. And it included not just daily events, not just new gear, but it included things like... Um, specialized events it included things like new campaigns they talked about there's trouble with the factions and new elements and stuff like that and it was good in that it showed hey we got a lot of stuff coming but they did not go overboard on specifics it was more of a you know you're not just going to get specialized events you're not just going to get new content we are going to be expanding the storyline moving forward Interesting, because I know that uh, the last one that was big for me was the Steel Dawn event, and uh, the storyline was pretty fun, and we talked about having some fun with that uh, before, um, but the storyline seemed to be cut a little short, uh, in my opinion. Do you, do you see that them expanding on that, or is it more just uh, all over the place sort of stuff? I think it's a mixture of the two, to be honest with you, because mm. we had talked about how we were talking to that said character and all of a sudden it just ended and you're like, well, wait a second. I thought I was getting ready to be sent on a, another quest or another activity. <laughs> right. So I, I think that was by design because we're going to have to get the aftermath of that. And then we're going to, of course, have to open up new things because as we know, there is the brotherhood from the prior expansion, uh, the brotherhood uh, was available. And then you had the two prior to that, where you had to kind of work with the two, different fractions and figure out which one you were going to lie with more when you did the raid on the vault, uh, you know, without giving too much away what was in the vault. (laughs) And I have a feeling all three are going to come into play. And of course, in keeping with what they do, you know, they're going to be rolling out some new factions, some new threat, because you have to keep it going forward. And that (laughs) that's kind of where we're at. Well, it's a fun game. It's been uh, it's been a rocky road for them as it's been going on, but uh, as they've progressed, they've really streamlined a lot of the stuff. And I mean, if you love Fallout, it's a game that I still love to play. So I mean, get out there and play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what I find so great about it is I hadn't touched it in a few months since I completed the Brotherhood thing, other than a quick pop in just to see if. Uh, anyone was online but you can experiment around with it i have a mission where you have to drop a nuke on a mine to open it up to go in and do it a side mission and i just thought "Hmm, let's see if i can handle going in through uh (laughs) the launch code solo now i did fairly well but eventually got me because i've always tried it with two or three people at least and you know the fact that i could say wow look at that i could go well into the vault on my own now um one other guy we could launch this or maybe if things broke a different way. And I think, uh, you know, 
practice the skills, get ready for the big deal when the new stuff comes, and that'll be a great day. Oh, hell yeah. Practice makes perfect, especially when you're dropping nukes. <laughs> what, oh, exactly. <laughs> well, what else do you have us uh, for us up on the plate here? Okay, so Iron Fury, we talked about this, how it was originally called Iron Maiden, and there That's were the lawsuits right. over that. And they did the, uh, they changed the name to Ion Fury, and it was a very clever game in that it was a retro 3D shooter that it was built on the build engine, which 3D Realms used to make the original Duke Nukem 3D, the original Blood, the original Shadow Warrior, two of which have all gone into (laughs) remakes of various success and so on. So it is the old school pixelated, you know, but they had a few little tweaks in it that while you can't aim up and down, you can still do headshots, but you know, it had kind of the charm of the older games, but also some kind of sometimes the frustration because with the pixelated graphics, you'd sometimes walk by a wall switch, not knowing it was an interactive panel, but it was still a lot of fun. I actually thoroughly enjoyed going through it. There were parts that puzzle wise that were a challenge. Well, out of the blue, they said, Hey, here it comes. Iron Fury aftershock and this summer we are going to be getting an expansion and they were very brave about saying hey you know um you thought you killed this guy at the end of the last game and while you're off celebrating in a bar uh lo and behold shows up again and starts causing problems you hop on a hover cycle equipped with rockets and hot pursuit and that's the game starting (laughs) like all right i'm in the, you know, the only bad thing about it is I'm sitting there going, do I still have it installed or did I delete it thinking there, once I finished it, thinking there's no more content coming? And if so, do I have to play through the whole game again oh. to play content? <laughs> well, that'll just, like you were talking about with Fallout, it's just a reminder how the game plays and then uh, you can get right back into the expansion. <laughs> exactly. And uh, one more story for us. What do you got? Okay, so Ubisoft has got their uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising. And they have a brand new game uh, expansion, the second DLC, called Myths of the Eastern Realm. As, and this one is mm. about Chinese mythology. So as you know, Immortal Phoenix Rising heavily is the Greek mythology. And they had the first expansion. So now you're getting into the Chinese mythology. And I think it's really good because it gives them a basis not only to expand the world, it can also tell people about some myths that they may not be as familiar with. It'll, of course, open up new enemies, new areas to explore, new challenges, and then it also sets the stage for future things down the line. So if you like a good hack and slash that is not, uh, um, how do we put it, overly graphic and uh, allows you some really good scenery, you can soar around with your wings, that sort of thing, and you can also do customizations. Uh, animation is great. The graphics are good. The The cutscenes could be a bit campy, but that's part <laughs> of the fun of it. But it was a lot of fun. You know, you're running around going, up oh, here's some minotaurs, and here's this, and I'm going to go after this, and let's see, I'm going to just pick this rock up and throw this giant rock at the bad guy and then chop <laughs> it in the kneecap, and, you know, that, that was a lot of fun. And so it, it gave you a lot of a... Um, leeway in how you took things down but there of course were puzzles like gotta have to move this rock over to here and place it here so this door goes up but they weren't ridiculously difficult in that you're sitting there going this is crazy i've got to go online to figure it out 
And I think it's great because, as I said, it extends the life of the game by continually the universe and setting the stage for more down the road. Nice. So basically three expansions for three games for three different play styles. So whichever type you want to go out there and play, uh, it looks like there's something covered for you coming up. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gareth. Again, Gareth von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. Find more information about this, comic books, video games, toys, so much more geeky stuff. You can go to SKNR.net. Thank you, Gareth. Anytime. Take care. Thank you, Gareth. And now it is time for The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got? Movie news. Ooh, movies. Ooh, because today... Yes, what day is it today? No, Friday. No, today? No. <laughs> it's Friday. Friday, Friday. Excuse me. Next week. Oh, teasing us. I know. I just I don't know my days anymore. Yeah, no, but next Friday, we are going to have Godzilla versus Kong. Ooh. That's right. And yeah. it's going to be in theaters. Really? Mm-hmm. Are we going to get to watch it in Washington? Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, for Phase 3, is that a, does that movie theaters open yet? I thought it did. I feel um, like they should. It said 50% inside occupancy, so why wouldn't that be theaters? Right. Well, if, if it's if it's worth their while. Yeah. It if, looks like it is. Yeah, I'm, like, looking Woo! at some showtimes right now and uh, just, uh, you know, for the future for next week, but it looks like it's something that is going to be happening at least. Huh. Which is, I think this is, like, the start of, like, the most anticipated movies, at least in our area, but this is, like, a big step forward for, like, the big budget films. Mm-hmm. But I... I have HBO Max, so should I go to the theater? Really? Well, you don't have to because it is on HBO Max. So if yeah. you're uh, if you're not down with uh, going out there uh, yet, you can still check it out on HBO Max. And after a lot of back and forth and back and forth and like a year of waiting, we finally got the solid date for Black Widow. Yes, and it's going to be both in theaters and on Disney Plus with the premiere access, which is what twenty thirty bucks. Uh, it was thirty dollars yeah. for uh, Raya uh-huh. and the and Last Mulan, Dragon. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um. So it is going to hit theaters and Disney Plus same day on July 9th. Oh, so they pushed it back because it was supposed to be the first week of May. Mm-hmm. So a little I'm, bit further back now. I'm guessing just because of Godzilla and everything. But this is really big uh, news. Like, a lot of people were freaking out because with this being solidified, it means the Eternals. Yes. Yeah. The one that's coming out later this year, it's been, you know, hey, they're probably not going to be pushing it back if they've already solidified this. That means we're not going to get a pushback. We're going to get our Eternals movie. And somebody had made a mention that um, after Spider-Man Far From Home occurred, which was, it was now, it'll be like over two years since there was a Marvel movie in theaters. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. And it'll be exciting to see, you know, the MCU out there on the big screen with Black Widow. I'm pretty stoked for that one. Which and I, and I will probably go see that because thirty bucks to pay at home to watch it when, you know, you can watch it on a bigger screen and pay close to that amount if you're going to yeah. take somebody with you. It, yeah, I mean that's two tickets, and I mean I did that with Ray and the Last Dragon because I'm not ready to go into theaters yet, and uh, we really wanted to see it. And one of the cool things with it though is if you're willing to spend that thirty dollars, you get to keep it. So you get to keep playing it over and over and over again. So if you really, really, really do like it. Or if you've got kiddos, especially with like Raya, you can watch it uh, as many times as you really want to um, without having to worry about going to see it in the theaters again and spending the tickets again. Options! Yeah! And side note, Hmm. if you do want to get a little teaser of what's going on with the Eternals, I believe they already have uh, their first look via some of the... uh, 
not not toys, but some of the gear. Oh, really? Uh, like uh, the calendar reveal, so it shows the characters in HD and all their beautiful glory. Oh wow, really? Which I'm it's it, it's kind of cool, but also kind of a pain in the ass when they <laughs> reveal stuff before we even get like a teaser trailer or anything. Yeah, but, and it's I mean it just like with everything it starts off that crazy MCU speculation. Like, what's going to happen? What's going on with the Eternals? And they look really cool. Like, the costumes look fantastic. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Well, until <laughs> next that time, That looks pretty guys, good. Stay nerdy.